Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode four of the Eagle Podcast. I'm Annika Lang. I'm Charlie Walter. And I'm Ivan Rohoski, and we are here to break down week 10 in the NFL. Starting with some scores from the past week, Thursday night, we started off with a, an upset in Tennessee as the Colts upset the Titans 34 to 17. The Texans lost to the to Cleveland 10 to 7. The Lions win on a 59-yard field goal by Matt Prater to beat Washington in Alex Smith's first start in 728 days. The Jaguars barely lose to the Packers in, in a game that we did not expect to be that close. The Eagles fall to the Giants, and the Giants move within one game of the division. The Buccaneers explode in the second half, beating the Panthers 46-23. to The Raiders continue to surge, beating the Broncos 27-12. to the Chargers fall to the Dolphins and Tua is 3-0, falling 20, winning 29-21. And the Cardinals win on some miracle magic we'll get into later with a 32-30 win in the final seconds. Seahawks lose another one to the Rams, meaning that's two losses in a row and they fall to third in their division. The 49ers continue to lose as they fall to the Saints. The Steelers are 9-0 for the first time in franchise history and beat the Bengals 36-10. And then wrapping us up with two primetime games, we have the Patriots upsetting the Ravens on a pretty nasty night in Foxborough. And the Vikings getting Kirk Cousins' first Monday night win against the Bears. Let's start off by talking about the Colts-Titans upset game there. I thought that was just dumb. Derrick Henry looked looked pretty good another 100 yard game did not find the end zone again he is not finding the end zone lately that's i think that's the main reason why they're losing um aj brown on the left side of the field is uh the cornerback fell over and aj brown dropped the pass that would have been a huge touchdowns for the titan it's just been their offense is looking really bad the colts offense looked pretty good out there not going to lie, they really stepped it up. But I still think the Colts are a really good team, but I don't think they're contenders for any anything past the first round of the playoffs if they do make it. Yeah, I agree. Um, Colts, I thought they did look really good in their offense. Um, getting 430 total yards. Um, and, I mean, overall, I do think that uh, Derek Hendry, if he finds the end zone, I think they'll be – really unstoppable their defense um I don't know I thought it was a good game um but I think that I agree with you Charlie I think the Colts are very good I mean I think their defense is ranked number one right now but um we'll have to see how they match up to some of the better teams uh going on into playoffs yeah after watching that game I think there's a few key points to take away is that the a the Colts are a big are the real deal they're playing out of their minds Phillip Rivers, a guy that no one really expected to go in there and lead this team to even close to winning at least 500 games. They're six and they're seven and three. And their special teams played amazing, blocking a punt for a touchdown and then forcing a lot of bad punts from the Tennessee punter as their star punter, Brett Kern, was out. Another thing to notice is their defense played stellar. Just typically they're known for their passing game. So I did not expect much from Tannehill, but shutting down Derrick Henry for most of the game was pretty huge for them. And that's probably the reason they won. Now let's talk about that upset in New York as the Giants continue to get better and better, beating the a good Eagles team. Well, leaders of their division. I don't know if you could say good. 
Yeah, it's it's crazy over there in the NFC East because if the Eagles lose their next game and the Giants win, the Giants are leading the division. It would be four and seven. Yeah. After that, I saw really good things from that Giants offense and defense. It looked awesome out there against Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is not not a good quarterback at all right now. Um, I think he's mentally defeated. He like overall in his career, he watched Nick Foles win the Super Bowl with his team they carried there, and then the Eagles drafting um, a quarterback in the second round if and no help really, and his one wide receiver they did draft. Jalen Rigger did uh, get injured, unfortunately. He has no weapons. I think he's just mentally defeated. That's why he is not playing as he should be. But I think that Giants team is uh, is still super young. But once they get older, I think they're going to be contenders for that division all the time. Yeah, um, I think that overall, I mean, neither quarterback threw um, a touchdown, all rushing touchdowns. Um, which is very interesting. Both quarterbacks over 200 yards, but yeah, Carson Wentz, I mean, he's just not really showing us um, really that much. I mean, um, Daniel Jones, he uh, was 21 for 28, 244 yards, but um, he had a rushing touchdown as well. I don't know. I think that is still crazy how um, the Eagles are first in their division and they're like three, five, and one, and how that whole division is just, I don't even know. It's weird. Um, but overall, I thought it was a good game. Um, Giants looked really well out there, and uh, Eagles just got to, like, I don't even know, like, get it together a little bit. Miles Sanders, Miles Sanders only with 85 yards, not a touchdown. Um, so I think if they get it together, um, maybe they'll figure something out, but like I said, just a very weird division. Yeah, I think it's a really good point to say is that Carson Wentz is not his 2017 MVP cal- caliber Carson Wentz at all. That team is just struggling, struggling, struggling. And honestly, if, if I think the season's going to end the way it is, I think that Giants team is probably the most complete team to win the division, probably. That Giants team continues to force like teams like the Buccaneers to play good against them. It's like, they're forcing, they're losing by three points and they're being really competitive when their best player's out for the season. And it just proved that like how big turnovers has been for that team. Cause I think that was the first time that the Giants didn't have any turnovers and they won the game. So I think a really big thing going forward for the Giants is just continue to surge with no, no turnovers and they, they'll, they will maybe win that division. And then probably the most exciting game of the weekend, probably the Buffalo Bills and Cardinals. Last minute of the game, Stefan Diggs scores a touchdown with 30 seconds left. And DeAndre Hopkins with a Hail Mary catch over three receivers to clinch the win at the end of the game. What are your thoughts, Charlie? That was nuts. Um, that just proves D Hop is one of the top receivers in this game right now. Um, I think he can be one of the best of all time in the future. Um, that Cardinals offense still looking amazing. Kyler Murray having this time of his life, dethroning uh, Russell Wilson for MVP candidate. It's just Kyler Murray last year. I don't honestly don't understand how he got offensive rookie of the year. I, I thought that was pretty dumb, but 
right now he's proving that he is an elite competitor at being like, he's a really short quarterback compared to most other quarterbacks. Like if you watch that, that last play with the hail Mary, he ran out of bounds, but everybody was so tall. He had to look at the green, uh, big screen to see what was actually happening. And the bills, they just need to lock it down. Like, they all three of their corners, Tredavious White, Micah Hyde, and I forgot the last guy. Like those are their best corners, and they just let D Hop get the ball. It's like you let Kyler Murray get out of the pocket, and you miss that ball. Like they got to work on something there, or that's going to happen many more times. Yeah, I agree. Another really exciting game, especially that last minute. Um, Definitely did not expect um, the Cardinals to still have hope. And I definitely did not expect D hop to catch that. Like you said, three receivers around him. Um, but, you know, Kyler Murray, like you're saying, he's unstoppable, only 23 and he, he can run, he can throw, he can do it all. And I honestly think he has a really good shot at getting um, quarterback MVP. Like he is unstoppable and I think he is just leading this Cardinals offense to great heights he has great targets Hopkins um, Fitzgerald sometimes but I I don't know I think that this Cardinals team is going to be one to watch coming into these next couple weeks yeah I think again the Cardinals really prove that they they are a good team I think they'll make the playoffs but I just I think in that division they're playing in I don't think they're the best team in there I think the Rams have been playing great overall. I think the Rams are also a little more experienced. I think at the end of the day, the thing that's going to kill the Cardinals is that experience and their defense. I think continuing to allow 30 points a game basically is just, it's not going to, you're not going to win a lot of games without that overpowered offense that they have there. And Kyler Murray has continues to play well and nothing you could say about him. He's definitely up there for conversations for MVP, but there's, there's a lot of guys up there. So he's just got to keep doing what he's doing to keep winning. And maybe he will get those honors. And then finally, we're just going to, we want to talk about the Vikings Bears game on the road for Minnesota. Minnesota wins that one 19 to 13. It was a lot closer than it should have been. Chicago had a total of 14 yards of offense in the second half. Um, what are your thoughts, guys? Yeah. The Bears offense is so bad, like over the year. Um, Cordell Patterson. Literally has more kick return yards than the whole Bears offense this year. Like, come on. But, again, their O-line with Dave Montgomery, they need to use him. He's actually really good. But they're not blocking for him. That's why people think that he's underrated. But Montgomery as, didn't play. He was injured. Yeah. I know that, but overall – that Bears offense needs to improve with David Montgomery and Allen Robinson. They're their best players. If they don't work with those guys, they're not going to win. Because right now, if the Vikings win, they will be tied in the division with the Bears. But the Packers still are the leaders of the division. It's just crazy how the Vikings with three division wins in a row can almost take down these Bears with in the in the what's it called? standings it's just the bears need to get it together or they're not going to make it to the playoffs 
yeah, this game was really good for Monday Night Football. Uh, Kirk Cousins getting his first win, which is always great. Um, Vikings started off marching down the field and then uh, fumbled by Kyle Rudolph. Honestly, I was a little nervous, but then, you know, Harrison Smith gets that interception um, and then an awesome catch by Adam Thielen for the touchdown. Um, Bears, they've lost their last four straight games, started the season five and one, now five and five. Um, I definitely think even though uh, the Vikings are almost the opposite, um, winning uh, three straight. And I think they just got to continue winning. And they're definitely still uh, in the running for playoff contender. Um, having two big targets on wide receiver, Thielen and Jefferson. Um, and then Cook on the ground, he had another great night, even though he didn't find the end zone. Um, it's really exciting to see them. And uh, hopefully they'll keep this momentum into uh, this week playing uh, the Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Vikings continue just to improve and improve. Um Unfortunately, Dalvin Cook didn't get going, but that's because Akeem Hicks was up there stuffing up the middle. And as soon as he went out, uh, Dalvin went crazy. So um, I think Kirk Cousins made really big throws, and that was eventually the reason they won the game. Their defense played stellar, just didn't stop any, didn't let anything go for Foles or Chicago's offense at all. Um, that's a really good sign for Minnesota. They just conti- Their defense continues to get better and better. But, um, yeah, I think I think the Vikings should throw the ball a little more, though. I think Justin Jefferson is the best rookie right now in the NFL. But I think he just needs to continue throwing the ball to Thielen and him. Unfortunately, I did not think Thielen had a great night at causing that interception and dropping a key touchdown that would have put the game away. But, you know, that's stuff you learn from. And right now, if the Vikings continue this, they could definitely be a team that makes the playoffs. So that's our summaries for week 10. Some notable injuries that went out through this weekend. Um, Nick Foles got injured late in, late in the Vikings game. He is questionable, but they're on a bye. So they don't know if Trubisky or Foles will be ready to go. Trubisky just had surgery on his shoulder. Christian McCaffrey wants out once again this week. Chris Carson still, he may, he may play this Thursday. So we will see if he decides to play. Very uh, unlike. He's very uh, yeah, Teddy Bridgewater, his knee, he got an MRI. He sh- he's questionable, but I think Teddy will go. Uh, Tyler Lockett is expected to play today with that knee injury. Andy Dalton has started practice, and he is active for the Cowboys, so he will likely play against Minnesota. Um, A.J. Brown, he got injured against the Colts. He is questionable as well. And then the biggest injury of the whole weekend, Drew Brees fractures a few ribs. We know that he got injured this weekend and the weekend before in Tampa Bay, he did fracture another rib. He's not going to play this week, but Saints are hopeful that it's not too long for him. What are your guys' thoughts on that injury? Um, it's it's sad. Drew Brees is a great quarterback, good team leader. Um, I feel like uh, Alvin Kamara, who's actually questionable right now, can lead this team to more victories. He's just super good player, right? Like last year is just a lull. Michael Thomas took over, but now that role, those roles have flipped drastically. And uh, even with Drew Brees out, um, I was surprised James Winston didn't air it out at all. Really, still just did those uh, did those passes to the flat with uh, Alvin Kamara. It was really shocking. I thought Michael Thomas and uh, 
Ted Ginn would get a lot of uh, targets with uh, James Winston, who likes to air it out more. Yeah, uh, I agree with what Charlie said. I'll just keep it short and sweet. It is definitely very sad. Um, Drew Brees, he is really phenomenal um, and great for uh, this Saints team. Definitely will be um, hard to play without him, but I, I do agree. I think I think they'll be all right. They still got their targets. Um, Jameis Winston, he's not Drew Brees, but I think he will uh, be just fine, hopefully. Um, but yeah, it'll be different, definitely interesting to keep an eye on that as that is, uh, kind of a weird injury that you don't see too much. So. Yeah. Breeze Breeze being out. I, I know he's not going to miss that much time. He's strong. He's going to, but that saints team is going in the absolute right direction where they are. I think they're a power house in the NFC, just embarrassing both two times against Tampa, embarrassed Tampa Bay. I think they'll be fine. He sounds like he's only going to miss a week or two. So hope I don't, I think they play Atlanta this week. So I think Jameis Winston is more than capable of playing that Atlanta team that he's played for so long. A couple more news in the NFL. Roger Goodell announced that there are some new, more impactful COVID procedures that will be more strict and it'll lead that players probably will not play as much. Uh, Las Vegas Raiders have placed seven more players on their COVID-19 list, which means their entire Raiders starting defense is out, but they were, they're still scheduled to play on Sunday versus Kansas city on Sunday night at home. And Seattle announced today that they will be renaming their stadium from CenturyLink field to Lumen field. And as we always end our show, we like to go with our week 11 picks just to know everyone's results from last week. I got only three wrong last week, falling on the Chargers one, the Bills one, and the Ravens one when they fell to the Patriots. Charlie got seven wrong. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he's poised to get the next week a lot this week a lot better. And Annika got five wrong. Yeah, um, I thought I thought I was gonna get a lot more upsets, and you know. I've had that gut feeling, and my gut was wrong. Totally wrong. (laughs) All right. And now let's get into our Thursday night picks. I'm going to go Seattle. I think they bounce back at home tonight. Uh, I'm actually going to go Cardinals because it looks like uh, Chris Carson and uh, Tyler Lockett have been downgraded. Uh, Chris Carson has been downgraded to Duffel, and uh, Tyler Lockett is – knee is not looking too good at all, so he might be out tonight. So that's why I think Cardinals will win. Yeah, I think um, I'm going Cardinals as well. I agree with Charlie. Uh, Seahawks having Chris Carson out again. And if Tyler Lockett is out, um, that's definitely puts a wrench in their offense. But I also think the Cardinals um, are looking really sharp. Hopefully D-Hop will have a good game and Kyler will keep going um, on that track to success. All right, and then let's start with our Sunday games. Bengals go to Washington to play the football team. I think Washington's going to get their first win with Alex Smith down there. I'm going to go Washington. I'm going to go Bengals. I really like their uh, receivers right now. Even with uh, Joe Mixon out for this week, I think that Bengals offense is actually looking pretty dangerous. Their defense needs to hold it together, and if they do that, I think they'll win. Yeah, I'm going to go Washington football team. I think that even though despite losing last week, Alex Smith had a phenomenal game, first game back in a long time. And I agree. I think the football team will turn it around, hopefully – uh, get a win against the Bengals. Yeah, that whole second half looked great. 
Um, Saints without Drew Brees versus the Falcons. I think Saints win at home. I think that Falcons defense is not good. Yeah, I agree. I think Alvin Kamara will rip right through that Falcons defense. It's just going to happen. Yep, I'm going Saints as well. I think even though um, it is going to be hard missing Drew Brees, I think they will still uh, pull together and beat the Falcons. And then we have Steelers traveling to Jacksonville. I think the Steelers become 10-0. and 0. I actually think the Jaguars will become uh, will upset the Steelers just because they they did super well against the Packers. Not going to lie, they did great. And their offense is actually looking really well with uh, DJ Chark and King Cole with three types of touchdowns, one with the receiving and then kick and punt return. I think – I think he will go off against that Steelers' poor pass defense. I think the Jaguars' uh, wide receivers will rip right through him. Other than that, I think it's going to be close, but just watch for those Jaguars' wide receivers. Expect them to have a big game. Yeah, I'm going to go Steelers. I do agree with Charlie, though. I would not be 100% surprised if the Jaguars come up with the big upset. I think the Steelers might uh, – kind of overlook this team but they did put up such a big fight against the Packers um, and if they continue to do that I think they will beat the Steelers but I'm still going to pick the Steelers um, just because I think it would be cool to see them go 10-0 and 0, especially because um, their franchise has never even gone 8-0 and 0, and just to keep that going Then our next match is the New England Patriots traveling to Houston You, New England uh, looks good. Ta- the Texans look bad. Patriots. Yeah, I agree. Texans offense last week looked okay. They underutilized Will Fuller. I think that's their downfall. He like they got to get Will Fuller targets. But other than that, if if Will Fuller gets targets, I think the Texans will win. But right now, I think the Patriots will win. You know, I'm going to go with the Texans. I do agree they did not look very good last week, but I think that. Um, They'll pull it together. It was kind of crappy weather, too, so I'm not saying that had everything to do with their loss, but I'm going to go Texans. We'll see. Um, Definitely will be a pretty good game, though. Eagles, Browns. I'm going Browns. Nick Chubb will run over that team. Yeah, same with Nick Chubb back. He's looking great. Uh, Dipping out on that touchdown um, to win the game. That's really, really good read on the field and time, clock management. So that's why I think the Browns will win. I think they're just a better team than the Eagles. Yeah, this one is definitely um, a little bit of harder of a decision for me, but I'm going Eagles. I'm hoping for the upset, but I do think that Nick Chubb, he might have a good game. And if so, I think that the Browns will win, but I'm going to pick Eagles. Hopefully um, they'll get it together and beat the Browns. Um, Lions go to Carolina. I think Lions win. They are they're not a bad team. It's just Matthew Stafford's going to carry them to win. Yeah, just also on the lines, uh, just now uh, DeAndre Swift has been downgraded to questionable. But I do think that the Panthers will beat the Lions just because even without McCaffrey, I still think they're a great offense. They kind of they like blew it in the second half with the Buccaneers going all over them. But, you know – Buccaneers are just a great team. But I do think the Panthers will go through that Lions defense. Like, Okuda is not playing like he should be for being a really, really early draft pick. 
Yeah, I'm going to go Panthers. Hopefully they'll break their five-game uh, losing streak. Um, I think that even uh, without Kristen McCaffrey, I think they still got a lot of weapons in their offense. They just got to use it. Um, but I'm going to go Panthers. And then Titans versus Ravens. I think the Ravens are probably the most talented team in the NFL. I'm going Ravens. Yeah, I'm going Ravens as well. I think the Patriots game just was a big upset, but it looked like after the game, Lamar was really mad that he didn't play as well. So I agree with everything that they're going ham on practice this week. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'm going to go Ravens as well. I think that they will really turn around. This will be another really good game to watch, though. Um, both teams uh, coming in with a 6-3 and three record. But I'm going to go with the Ravens. Hopefully, like you said, uh, Lamar Jackson will turn it around and have a good game. Then Jets versus Chargers. Chargers. Uh, yeah, I'm going Chargers. Let's see if they actually can pull it together. Chargers, but then again, I do feel a little bad. I would not be the end of the world if the Jets won, but I just don't really see that happening. Uh, Miami versus Broncos. Tua is going to continue to succeed. Uh, they're going to win. Yeah, the Dolphins have just been looking awesome lately. Tua, it looks like he's passing it to everybody, um, but he's got. I feel like he's got to use his uh, stars better. Like he, He's got to hit Devontae Parker more. I think that will help him get off that field and get more touchdowns. So the, let the defense work, but you just got to hit Devonte Parker a little bit more. And I think they'll be great. Yeah. I'm going to go dolphins as well. I think that, uh, like you said, Tua is doing a really good job. Uh, the Broncos just allowing too much, too many points allowed 30 plus points in the past four games. Um, which definitely that is hard to win a game when you, uh, give up 30 plus points. Um, so I'm going to go dolphins. And then the two Americas game of the week. First one is Cowboys at Minnesota. Unfortunately, Joe Buck will not be calling that game. Uh, Vikings, I'm going to have them winning again. Get to 500. Yep, I say the Vikings as well. The Cowboys uh, cannot win at all. Um, even with Andy Dalton back, I don't see him beating this Vikings team. Zeke Elliott not looking like he like what he used to. Really, really disappointed a lot of people. But I do think the the Vikings will beat that poor uh, Cowboys defense. Yeah, I'm going to go Vikings too. I think um, after bye week, uh, this team has really turned a different direction and going in the right way. Um, Both running backs though, Ezekiel Elliott and Cook are up there for um, kind of the ranking. So that will be interesting to watch. But I think that the Vikings will um, be just fine beating the Cowboys, especially um, with Cook, Thielen, and Jefferson in. Um, Packers versus Colts. I'm going to go Packers. I, I got to say Packers. Uh, Packers offense, I think, will beat that Colts defense, but I think it'll be a close game, but I think the Packers will go on top. Yeah, um, Colts defense still ranked number one, so I'm going to go Colts, but I do think that they – um, might not uphold that rank for a while. I think they've been kind of struggling, but um, I'm hoping that the Colts pull off an upset, and I just don't like Green Bay, so sorry, guys. It's not that we, do, we don't like them, or we don't like them. It's just I'm being illogical. <laughs> <laughs> and then Chiefs at Raiders. Uh, Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I'm going 
uh, I was going to go Chiefs all the way, but even now with uh, Raiders' uh, defense not being alive anymore, um, I'm going to say Chiefs are just going to have their highest scoring game of the year. Yeah, um, I'm going Raiders, but it's definitely going to be a challenge, like we said earlier, with the basically the whole defense out because of COVID. But hopefully Josh Jacobs will have another hot game. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. That one, this uh, pick I'm not as confident in, but we'll see. And then finally, Rams versus Buccaneers. Um, I really do like that Rams team, but I'm going to go Buccaneers. I'm actually going to say Rams. They they locked down Jalen Ramsey, locked down DK Metcalf a lot. Crazy. Um, I do think that their defense is really, really good. I think they should be number one or even number two in the NFL. I just think Cooper Cup, think a few weeks ago, he did get 20 targets. I thought that was insane. So I think that's why the Rams will win because they're just going to utilize Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, and uh, – their defense is just going to stuff Tom Brady. Yeah, um, I'm going to say uh, Buccaneers, but I don't know. I feel like, I mean, I think, Charlie, I think they are the number two defense for the Rams. Um, so, I don't know. You know what? Actually, I'm going to go Rams. I'm going to switch on this one. I think that the Rams will uh, hold Tom Brady and get the win. All right. Well, that's all our picks. We'll see who's the most accurate. <laughs> hope I get uh, more than, I mean, I hope I get less than seven wrong. Oh my gosh. That was, that was sad. <laughs> now, from all of us here at the Eagle Podcast, I'm Ivan Rohoski. I'm Charlie Welter. And I'm Monica Lang. We'll see you guys next Tuesday.